Hey guys, what's going on? This is episode 12 of TNT Thursday Night Throwdown taking place on Friday of this week. Um, feeling a little bit under the weather yesterday, a little bit better today, but I've uh, been uh, taking meds and uh, drinking lots of water. I've got some, uh, some nice little tea going on right now. And anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm feeling a little bit better. But uh, alongside me, of course, Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling. Sean, I'm sick as a friggin' dog. How's that? How's your week been? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, as people may or may not know, I am a support worker for people with disabilities. And we're kind of locked down at the houses at the moment. We get to go for a drive every once in a while. But as far as going to our regular day programs and everything, we're in the house. So it's trying to improvise and stay as healthy as possible yeah so i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum so i'm a retail worker and because of that uh pretty much we have reduced hours they've been giving us plenty of sick time which is uh, absolutely nice and amazing especially right now personally i don't have coronavirus i just got the stupid flu no fevers at all um but uh, uh anyways retail wise we've reduced our hours but uh, because we're one of those necessity retail places it's uh uh we're you know kind of as normal just re with reduced hours but uh what a week it's been. I mean, I was listening to a podcast with Chris Jericho today talking about how when he went to the ring for a 20-minute match last week, not this week, but last week, by the time he gets back, it's all of a sudden he's finding out all this new news, you know, this and that. Um, the independent scene's been affected, obviously. Uh, pro scene's been affected. Mixed martial arts has been affected. Uh, Japan, there is a little bit of progress taking place over there, which is kind of cool to see and, and read about. But... Um, Anyways, it, what a nuts week we go. And, uh, well, to, for example, Impact Lockdown has been canceled. Uh, ROH New Japan War of the Worlds tour is canceled. Uh, sorry, curious. Was that a beer or was it a pop? Nope. A little bit of the bubbly. No, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I'm doing this uh, this rundown. All of a sudden, I hear this snap, crack, a pop. And it's like, oh, okay, what the hell is Sean drinking? Um NWA Crockett Cup 2020 suspended. US uh, UFC postpones three events. Attempting to still put on Khabib versus Ferguson, though. Um, any place that they've talked about has been uh, the moon to the North Pole to Antarctica. Looks like Dana White's going to try to get this on no matter what. Uh, NXT TakeOver Tampa has been uh, killed. Uh, WB Hall of Fame Class of 2020 moved to the summer. That coming from, I think, a Georgia Smith, uh, the daughter of the late British Bulldog. Alabama today temporarily bans pro wrestling during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, that was a uh, fightful report in that one. Um, Sean, your thoughts, I get your, uh, your thoughts on this. So not necessarily Ontario based yet, but WV, AEW, as well as UFC, uh, attempting to put on shows, empty arenas, no matter how they can do it, they're trying to do it. You agree as a wrestling fan or not? I'm okay with it as a wrestling fan. Um, I know people will uh, be questioning that whole thing because, you know, what happens if one person gets it? Well, clearly, if one person gets it, the whole thing's going to shut down. But until that happens, if you uh, read WD's statement, they are under doctor's uh, care. Dr. Maroon, I think, is uh, there. They're checking uh, all the talent before they get into the performance center to see if they have any symptoms and be then dealt with if so. They're clearly not, and they're getting into uh, the Performance Center to do whatever is happening. I would hope the same thing that AEW is doing in the, the, that regards. You know, it's the wrestling world. The show must go on, they keep on saying. And, you know, yes, one side of it, they uh, kept on going after Owen's tragedy, which that's question mark whether they should have or shouldn't have, but they didn't know for sure if he was dead. At the time that they kept on going, that's a different debate, unfortunately. But at the same time, look at what happened after 9-11. WD were the first people to step up and say, we're not going to be held hostage. And two days after 9-11, they put on the first gathering of people and a show. Yes, they're not doing gathering of people this time, but they're putting on a product for the fans who still want something to escape from. You can only get so many posts about toilet paper running out and all the different virus, uh, like uh, information on COVID-19 being posted. This is something alternative. If they can pull it off and if rumor is true that they're recording in advance, you know, then they can have stuff in the can, let their talent be uh, home with family. I'm all for it. 
Yeah, we'll touch base on that in just in a couple moments. You know, one of the reasons I want to do TNT Thursday Night Throwdown on Thursdays is because, you know, post NXT UK, there's really nothing on for me to get distracted by. As I'm doing this show right now, trying to multitask, we've got Gronk in a WWE ring down at the Performance Center with um, uh, Michael Cole and uh, why am I forgetting the other guy's name? Who's who's his uh, who's his alliance? I'm guessing I'm not watching it, but it's Mojo Rowling. Yes, thank you, Mojo. I was thinking of his real name. I couldn't think of the name Mojo though. So Gronk is officially in the WWE ring. Um, Man, he's uh, Michael Cole looks tremendously short compared to him. So I have to watch and see what he uh, has to say a little bit later on here. Um, we go from talking about uh, you know post- uh, postponements and cancellations into a headline that made uh, you know um, a headline that happened today was multiple Japanese promotions returning to live shows. DDT, which uh, Psycho Mike Rollins had performed for, as well as, well as Speedball Mike Bailey, Dragon Gate and Stardom uh, putting on shows at the end of the month. Um, in Tokyo, Japan. Um, Sean, your thoughts? Is it? I mean, as North Americans, it's a little bit different. But um, do you think it's too soon? Uh, they say Japan's been isolated just to various, you know, different. Um, I forget what they call them, uh, uh, agriculture's or cultures or something like that over there. Do you think it's too quick? Um, do you think, even though there's no pandemic right now, do you think they're risking a chance of there being a pandemic, even though they want to put on wrestling? Okay, so um, I'm just hearing about this as you're reading it, uh, to be honest. But my question is, are they doing it empty arena style or are they doing it with fans? Okay, give me a sec here. I'm just going to bring up the article. If they're doing empty arena style, it's done just the same as AEW and WWE right now. And they're pushing forward and putting on entertainment. If they start bringing in fans, those are the conditions where they can't control who has anything because they're not going to get all checked as they go through the gate and get their ticket uh, zapped and checked to uh, come in. It's different when you're talking about talent, but if you're opening it to the public, that's uh, a bigger gray area. Uh, The biggest problem with the virus in general is the fact that people are not staying well enough away when they are sick. We had somebody here in London who was even working in the hospital for whatever reason, maybe embarrassed to think that they're going to have to be off because they might have caught something, but they did and puts people at risk. If people are smart, they need to follow the rules and stay away. Empty arena shows, I'm down with, as I said, but gray area and very questionable to allow fans there. All right. So, um, uh, the proper term I was looking for is prefectures. Um, don't know if I pronounced that right, but that's what they call them in Japan. Anyways, what it comes down to, I'll read you the article here, Sean, with regards to stardom. Uh, fans will be in attendance at stardom Cinderella tournament next week. The one-night tournament is taking place at Korokan Hall, Tokyo, on Tuesday, March the 24th. Fans will be allowed entry to the show, but will undergo a physical check with their temperature taken. No entry will be allowed if temperature is over 37 degrees. Um, I'll leave it at that. So there you go. They're attempting to run shows in Japan with fans. With fans. With fans. It's a big amount of dice being uh, rolled on that one. (coughs) Excuse me. Just uh, checking temperature. I don't know. Yeah. Like to me, it's, it's as a wrestling fan, it's cool to see because the fact is every wrestling fan out there wants to see live wrestling back. But at the same time, they've got nothing going on over there right now to the point. It's like, Hey, let's uh, put on shows because, this hasn't become a pandemic in Japan. The one thing I worry about is all of a sudden, what happens if they misaccurately, you know, check somebody's temperature? They haven't reached that breaking point yet. Three days from the show, like post-show, they end up getting sick. What about all those people that are around them? You know what I mean? Then all of a sudden, now you have a pandemic because all these people are at a show. They seem to be safe. And the next thing you know, Japan is now the epicenter of what's going on. So... I, I think I'm with you. I, I don't like the chances they're, they're about to take. I'd rather them wait until what seems to be May as far as all these promotions going to uh, bring back their shows. Some of them even wait until June. Some of them even wait until, you know, September. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. But, uh, yeah, March 24th is what they're looking to do. Um, so uh, with regards to me and what I've been doing to keep busy, uh, I watched the Bret Hart on the uh, Broken Skull, uh, Skull Sessions. Uh, that was pretty good. Watched the first episode of the Ruthless Aggression series. That was pretty good as well. I went to go watch FCW. It didn't record properly, so I had to re-record it last night. I haven't had a chance to watch it today. 
And then today, which was kind of cool, is uh, through my CWN account, I was asking the guys from after Aftermath, I was like, you guys aren't on at 6.30 on Friday. What's going on? Uh, are we going to see anything from you guys? And then sure enough, uh, they had Aftermath TV live today at 12 p.m. on YouTube. Um, Sean, I think you're probably at work, but did you catch any of it at all? I didn't catch um, the Aftermath stuff. I do want to go back and look at that. Um, but as far as the other shows that you did mention... I've been able to see uh, the FCW uh, retrospective show. I've seen all five episodes of the Ruthless Aggression uh, series that they've had so far. I guess we're getting more in the fall. And I did get to uh, see the uh, Bret Hart Stone Cold uh, interview. Yeah, that was phenomenal. It's, um, you know, it's, it's funny you're talking about Aftermath TV. And then you look at, say, the Bret Hart on Stone Cold thing. And you see Jimmy Corderas in a lot of those scenes. You know, the, the fact that Jimmy Corderas had been around for as long as he had been. And then on the Aftermath thing today, he had shared, uh, you know, just a little short story. Um, it'd be so super cool just to be able to sit down and have a couple of beers with a guy and just chat with him about all the road stories that he has. You know what I mean? Um, Jimmy Corderas, one of those guys, Canadian, uh, rumor has it, he was... Uh, uh, sneaking into uh, arenas to uh, try to be a photographer or something like that, and then he ends up becoming a referee. But uh, he said the coolest, like uh, Paul Heyman and uh, uh, that sort of start. Uh, I think Jim Cornette also uh, started that way with selling posters and taking photos. Um, yeah, it'd be awesome to have uh, some time with uh, Jimmy Corderas. I know I had a conversation recently on uh, Twitter. And we've decided to start uh, posting Monday through Friday his uh, rough and rant. Uh, moment I see it on Facebook, I uh, share it over on the Scumbags page. Yeah, it's not like something like you would do it all, eh? What? No, oh, I just said you, you're you're a big fan of some of the stuff that they have. Tom Pritchard oh, was one of those guys. Yeah, and I asked him if I uh, it'd be cool if I uh, made a, a uh, daily. Uh, share on our uh, page and he's like yeah, I can't stop you so have fun and, and he did the whole wink wink yeah, can't stop you. yeah. So anyways, he's encouraging and loves the fact that it's getting shared so, I, was, I was just kidding with you the, the fact is that you promote anything you possibly can hence the fact I've got this show in CWN you have got man what four or five different projects uh, you know and, and as soon as you can I know production lines coming back yeah I'm just waiting for that to be able to. Uh, Tyson just uh, put out the other day that they weren't going to be uh, training at the uh, uh, factory for a while until they get clearance again. So until further notice, we're on delay on that one. And even just mentioning what uh, you did with my other shows, uh, I can plug it in a little while again. But uh, even Ontario Andy Road Trip is on hold. But I did reach out to uh, talent throughout Ontario to see if they wanted to use that as a platform to uh, sell some of their merchandise and uh, help through any of the times of losing bookings. Yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, I actually took some Benelin earlier on today, or earlier on right before the show, so about half an hour beforehand, and my coughing has been very limited. So, yeah, if you got the flu, Benelin is uh, recommended. If you got COVID-19, forget about it. Uh, uh, go get checked out and go to the hospital. Anyways, we have a few comments here. Uh, number one, uh, John Siegfried, he goes, how's it going, guys? Uh, I'm sick with the flu. Sean seems to be all right, but other than that, things are good. And, and then, Jonesy. Uh, yeah, Jonesy, of course. <laughs> Hope Goldberg gets the virus. And then uh, we've got either my uncle or my cousin uh, is watching this as well, which is kind of cool. Uh, so Connecticut in the house. So yeah, I've got relatives down there in Connecticut. Uh, short story from me personally is my first ever wrestling event I ever attended live was down in New Haven, Connecticut. So uh, not here in Canada, not here in London, not in St. John, New Brunswick, where I'm from, but uh, New Haven, Connecticut. And I don't remember much about it other than the fact the fabulous Moolah won a battle royal. And I think I remember seeing Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake uh, prior to. So it was kind of a cool show. Um, but Oh, yep. There we go. Uncle. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Mike. Um, Unky Mike. Uh, one of the main reasons. Yeah, I, I'll share one more short story as well. So big, huge fan, Andre the Giant, uh, when I was a kid. And um, one of the things that was kind of cool is I remember going down to my uncle's uh, uh, house in Connecticut and um, they had wrestling on in the uh, uh, the living room. 
as so what they, they used to call it the parlor down there, um, uh, living room parlor, whatever the case may be. But uh, short story is that when I watched, well, looked on the TV, and I was supposed to be down there spending time with my family, my mom, everything else, but uh, no wrestling was on. And it was sure enough, it was the, the, the moment Andre the Giant got knocked out by Ken Batera and Big John Studd, and they caught his hair in the ring. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, you know, as, as a kid, I was like, what the hell? They knocked out this giant, now they're cutting his hair. You know what I mean? So that I think to me, as Sean, I know your your story is Savage of the Bell Steamboat, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Andre the Giant getting his hair cut that day. I think that that was it for me. So yeah, um, anyway. Green, that- it was totally I'm not a wrestling fan at all, especially of Hogan. He showed up on A-Team, and I was just like, oh, God. And they were promoting WrestleMania 1 and 2, but that didn't dawn on me at all until I was flipping channels in uh, September of 86 and heard uh, about Savage driving the bell into Steamboat's neck, and the rest is history. Now, I'm noticing we got about nine or ten viewers, and I want to thank each of everyone of you for joining us right now because it's Friday night. Okay, we have nothing better to do as well because everything's closed down, but I want to give you guys a shout-out. So if you want to say hi uh, in the comments section, we'll uh, give you a shout-out. Yeah, we can. I mean, I can, I can always see the numbers. I'm not quite sure what's Facebook, what's YouTube, everything else. And then, yeah. you know, when I upload the uh, the show, well, actually, I don't even have to upload the show later on. It stays on Facebook, stays on YouTube. The only stuff I really have to do for this show is put it up on audio. Uh, you know, Anchor is the, the main source, which filters down to Spotify. I upload to SoundCloud. Um, I just learned actually yesterday or the day before how to do iHeartRadio. So that is coming as well. Uh, so I have, I'm going to take a look at the stats because I, I can see the stats during live shows and this and that. But it's the irony of doing this on a Friday because I was sick yesterday, still am sick, but, you know, a little bit better today. And the fact is we're getting more hits tonight. So it's like, man, maybe Thursday night throwdown is not the way to go. Maybe it's like uh, Friday night. Uh, I don't know. Think of a name, guys. Friday night but, fights. Uh, Friday night fights. Yeah. But uh, uh, it, yeah, if you are tuning in live, thanks a lot for listening and, uh, and watching. Uh, we've got... Uh, Daniela Barmet, uh, Barmet, I think Barmet. I know she's uh, Clarence Dusum, uh, so she's uh, she's familiar with him. Uh, Matt Barber says Facebook here. Uh, John Siegfried says I'm just trying to stay awake. It's not <laughs> your show, lol. Just have a long, with like five O's work week. So regardless, of, yeah, regardless of the case, the, the the week, the case, whatever the case may be. And I was stumbling my words, but uh, yeah, it's been a tough week. Anyways, I want to get to um, so the next series of topics. Uh, I'm just going to mention, I'll mention this, and we don't have to actually talk about it, but Ken Shamrock's being inducted Impact Hall of Fame. Jushin Dutter Liger is being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, which is kind of cool. Uh, not sure when those are happening. Uh, Sean, you had mentioned this before. We're going to touch base on it right now. WWE plan to tape several shows over the next week. I know some of them are happening right now. Smackdown, SmackDown's on TV. Um, but with what you were talking about earlier, and the fact is the show must go on, WWE's Edge says WrestleMania 36 will break from coronavirus stress. Uh, he was interviewed by Metro News UK. One of the quotes in there is, as long as we can try and be responsible and as safe as we can, why wouldn't we try to do this for everyone? As a performer, that's what we want to do. If we can do that and people watch and can have fun for a few hours, then our mission is accomplished. Um, huge fan of Edge. Your thoughts on his statement and as a performer, do you think, and Jericho's much the same way, but do you think it's in them to entertain regardless of the situation? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, to, in a way, a little bit of a detriment it is, where some guys just keep on going, even if they're injured. Uh, Triple H comes to mind with that one. Uh, but, you know, they do it for the fans. And, yeah, it's probably incredibly odd without having any fans there to uh, spark them uh, to do better than what they normally would do in this uh, empty arena environment. But, you know, they're doing that. I like the idea that they're uh, possibly pre-taping a lot of things early. They can get everybody in, cycle them through uh, the performance center, still abide by uh, the numbers of people that they're allowed to have or suggested to have uh, present at one time still keeping that whole uh, social distance uh, factor. And if they can stockpile, then they can uh, just send everybody home and still have uh, some stuff to show without any spoilers getting out there because there's nobody there to say, oh, next week on Raw, you're going to see this, this, and this happen because they taped it yesterday. You know, So it's not so bad that way. 
And I think I posted a couple times on different uh, sites when they were uh, talking about pre-taping. Uh, Wouldn't it be an incredible way of taping this in advance and letting the production uh, side of things take control of it and turn it into something a little more epic in a way like a maybe a Lucha Underground in that sort of pre presentation format and surprise everybody in the uh, production that they put out since it's not going to be live. You know, I got to say this. I'm glad you're long-winded sometimes because uh, some people are old-fashioned and, and need uh, stuff emailed to them. So I, I had to uh, bring up the old email and collect off the dust. <laughs> and as I've got Clarence and Doug waiting in, in queue here, uh, I might have just been flipped the bird on that one comment. So uh, but anyways, uh, next time I'll, I'll, I'll have to uh, send you some, uh, some snail mail or whatever they call it, you know, get the old Canada Post out there. But uh, anyways, um, yeah. What, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Telegraph. Oh, okay. Morse code. All right. So a last little bit as far as um, pro goes. Uh, so WrestleMania 36 taking place two nights, hosted by Gronk, pre-taped. One of the things I heard today, um, if you're going to pre-tape something, something like WrestleMania, would you book two finishes and this have Vince McMahon decide the day of? Could be interesting for sure. Now, I know, I, I can't think of the the exact date, but they had done something like that with Velveteen Dream, didn't they? Was it him and when he won the NXT North American Championship, they had booked two finishes and nobody was sure which one they were going to go with? I think yeah, now that you're mentioning it, they might have done that, uh, yeah. Because something messed up and they uh, redid uh, did the ending spot. All right, so another big thing that they were talking about was, uh, okay, so you've got pre-taped WrestleMania, what's the finish is going to be? Are there going to be spoilers? Whatever the case may be. The other thing is that was mentioned, Brock Lesnar is living in Saskatchewan. Do you think he's going to have any trouble getting over the border? Might be difficult, but with the dual citizenship he probably has, they might be able to find a way around it. I don't think he should be mentioning the fact that he's going to go work. That's for sure, because I know uh, there's been some visa uh, issues and everything with uh, some talent around Canada uh, that went to try and cross the border and they found out it was coming for work and they got shut down because they're supposedly taking a job away from an American and then got uh, restrictions put on their uh, travel uh, for a long while. Uh, I think Nicole Matthews definitely comes up as one of those uh, people that if I recall, but uh, yeah, so if I were Brock and you have the dual citizenship or anything like that, get him across to say he's going to see family or something. Don't say going for work because I think that would totally screw over everything. And yeah, it's bad enough that Drew McIntyre is probably going to win the title in front of nobody, but to take that fully away from him. Yeah. All right. So, uh, WrestleMania is coming up. I, we will do a rundown next week. Um, hopefully, it's still on. I think WWE's precaution uh, is to record this in advance so they do have something going on just in case they can't uh, do anything there in Florida uh, at the Performance Center. But uh, like I said earlier in the show, Alabama has banned anything pro wrestling based right now. Um, we'll go into detail more or less next week. Uh, if I recall right, they have uh, posted uh, at least uh, the seven matches that are announced what is going on in each day. So there's four uh, currently scheduled on Saturday and uh, three for uh, the uh, Sunday. Yeah, uh, no battle royals taking place. Um, I was going to touch base on WrestleMania 18 uh, this week just to get our memories because we were both there. But uh, I believe Jones was there too, wasn't he? Jones was up in the uh, rafters, uh, nosebleed, I think. If I recall what he said, he was uh, close towards the uh, uh, Titantron area. So, uh, Jones, here's, a, here's an invite for next week to get on the line to go over WrestleMania. Uh, just get our personal thoughts about the whole entire weekend. Because it, it, to me, it wasn't just WrestleMania. It was, um, I could see Triple H on this old school show, Mike Bullard, um, you know, Access Week or not. Was it called Access back then? Um, Might have been. Yeah, but... I'm not sure I was at it, but I don't think they were using Access yet. 
Yeah, but uh, I mean, I got to meet uh, a few, you know, a few people. Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Lillian Garcia, uh, Tori Wilson, Stacy Keebler uh, come to mind. Uh, Crash Holly, the late Crash Holly, I got to meet as well, which was kind of cool. Uh, so I think we'll go over that next week. And Jones, if you want to be a part of the show to go over WrestleMania memories next week, would be cool. Um, one of the other things I was going to touch base on this week um, or tonight actually was uh, so Chris Benoit is the first announced for Dark Side, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, taking place March twenty fourth, nine p.m. on Vice TV. Um, I tell you this, I'll never forget when I heard the news about Chris Benoit and Sean, you were actually involved in this because I was on a, a bike ride and next thing I know, it was like back in the day, you know, it wasn't all about texting. You still call people and everything else, which I know was a rarity in, in today's world. But, uh, Sean calls me up and he goes, yeah, fucking Benoit's dead. And I was like, what the hell? So I had biked all the way down to Victoria park was going to go all, you know, for another probably 30, 40 minutes. And I was like, shit, I gotta get home get back on the internet. And next thing you know, everything's happening on Monday, Tuesday. But uh, Sean, you were the one who told me about that. Um, your thoughts on the fact, and that was, I think, 2000, was it 2007 that that took place? Yeah, I think we're about 13 years out uh, since that happened. Uh, yeah, tracing back everything and quite the incredible weekend because he was supposed to be at the pay-per-view, uh, I believe, going against CM Punk for the ECW championship. And then no showed that and they threw in John Morrison. And that's when things started coming out, uh, the weirdness of possibly the wiki page for uh, uh, Nancy being changed before everything came out as well. And just really weird stuff. And I guess um, the uh, thing that you were talking about on Vice with the uh, dark side of the ring on March 24th has all of his friends that were in WWE and I think Nancy's uh, sister and it's more of a survivor story from what I've heard. So let me ask you this. Has your thoughts on the whole matter changed in 13 years? Mm, probably not. Um, it, it's definitely a weird uh, set of circumstances. Uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, whether or not there was something else uh, going on, but nothing has really changed uh, and come out to prove uh, that it happened. So what the original story is being the fact that he went and took out his son and Nancy and himself over the three-day period, you know, seems to hold up. So I tell you this, I'm loving this. I'm watching the the, the you know, viewers bounce up and down. So it's, uh, uh, you know, thanks again for watching, guys. Uh, last couple thoughts on pro wrestling. Uh, AEW 932 this week, uh, NXT 542. NXT focus show on uh, DIY, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Man, I didn't realize how much she had changed. I was watching uh, part of that just before we, uh, we went on the air tonight. And, man, she did look like Charlotte Flair when she first arrived. And then all of a sudden to see what she ended up looking like, like as far as today goes. Holy crap. Um, the other side of things, Brody Lee is the official exalted one. Matt Hardy is on Team Elite. And if you didn't know, Sammy Cabrera can actually sing. What? <laughs> what? Did, did you hear any of that? Yeah. Okay, so did you watch AEW? Yeah, I was listening, uh, watched AEW, and that was a horrible rendition of uh, uh, Jericho's theme song with uh, MJF and Sammy Guevara. Okay, so we'll agree to disagree on that one. Um, it was funny. It was, it was funny. Yeah. Okay, so bigger news. London Comic Con 2020 taking place October 3rd and 4th, featuring AEW's Darby Allen and uh, maybe somebody else that we just mentioned, Sammy Guevara. Um, Kenny Omega, Riho were here last year. Um, we got Darby and Sammy coming in this year. Um, Sean, excited about this at all? Yeah, I mean, for uh, Reddit, Comic Con takes place. Provided it does, but that's not until October 3rd and 4th, so there's still plenty of time for that to happen, I believe. And, uh, yeah, uh, those two, awesome. I was looking forward to that match uh, for uh, the AEW pay-per-view. Unfortunately, it was a lot shorter than it should have been, but it still allows us to uh, want more in the future instead of uh, blowing it all in one shot. All right, so I'm just going to post a, a few more comments uh, here. Uh, John Seafried, uh, was at WrestleMania 18, very last row of the, of the Dome, and it was access. So there was access that year. Uh, again, I see a tweet, and Tyson is playing Benoit in Darkside. Yeah, that's the comment I was looking away and saw that. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Tyson's, Tyson's playing Benoit? Looks like it. 
Uh, maybe that was the the reason for shaving the beard then. Uh, Benoit died. Uh, it looks like June twenty fourth, two thousand seven. Uh, so my uncle Mike, thank you. And uh, saw sorry, not not okay. <laughs> Leave it at that. I'm starting to get confused. Anyways, we'll go from uh, talking pro wrestling into the Canadian independent wrestling scene. More importantly, the Ontario independent wrestling scene because it's affecting us the most here. Um, biggest thing about it is the cancellations, uh, postponements taking place, uh, being affected all over the place. Uh, us personally, we're going to attend shows. We, you know, as wrestling fans, can't do that now. Uh, promoters you know, taking a hit as far as what to do. Do they cancel their shows? Do they, do they go and postpone their shows? Um, how do they come up with those decisions? You know, um, you know, it's, I'll tell you this. So I'm going to, I'm going to post this here and I'm going to bring on Doug and Clarence from MWW uh, just momentarily here. Um, I just want to get the banners up as well. So do this and do this. I got to get rid of this top one here. Otherwise you will not be able to see my face. I'm getting better at this, by the way. There we go. <laughs> I'm also getting better at saying Midwestern wrestling, even with a even with the flu. I'm mean, you know it's not too bad. But anyways, I'll tell you this. So this is what took place. And bear with me a sec, because I had to restart my computer. But uh, so March the sixteenth. This is what was said. Hello, Midwestern wrestling fans, talent sponsors, and ticket holders. We've been assessing the information surrounding the COVID nineteen pandemic, and wanted to get some information to you all. Our plan as things sit currently is to continue with our show scheduled for March 28th and listable as planned. Of course, we'll be following the Perth District Health Unit in regards to changing developments. Uh, that was part of a statement released by Midwestern on, like I said, March the 16th. Or sorry, March the 12th, correction. Um, on March the 16th, this was released. Hello, Midwestern wrestling fans, talent sponsors, and ticket holders. The MWV event scheduled for Parkview Gardens listable on March 28th has been postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Our event is now scheduled for June 27th, uh, again, at our home in Parkview Gardens. Our May 23rd event in Wingham in the Knights of Columbus Hall at the complex is proceeding as planned. So we're talking a matter of four days, four days, and things changed rapidly. So right now, guys, I'm going to get on the line. I'm going to get Clarence, who's right here. Uh, I will not flip you the bird back on live air, as well as Doug. And uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Uh, how are you guys feeling over there? Uh, Clarence, I, I was told you got a little bit of a cough going on. Oh, that's why Doug's at home. <laughs> and, and better safe than sorry. If you guys can see, I can properly fit into this shirt now. So I was uh, all excited for tonight. But uh, so first thing I'm going to ask you guys on. So we go four days and things changed. Um so what happened within those four days to uh, to finally come up with the announcement that uh, the, the second show for MWW is postponed? Well, realistically, um, Paddy Fest uh, in Listowel, one of the biggest uh, Irish festivals for St. Patrick's Day uh, outside of basically Dublin, uh, was running all of their events as scheduled, which was it's a huge thing for their community uh, locally. And they decided to postpone a bunch of their events basically on the you know, uh, as everything changed every hour, basically that those couple of days, and we we decided it would just made more sense. We were leaning towards postponing anyways, even though we didn't want to. You know, we want to run our wrestling shows, but uh, you know, better safe than sorry for our fans and everybody else. So, all right. So, next question uh, for you guys is uh, talent and sponsors specifically. What was their reaction to uh, postponement of the second show? Uh, the talent was. Overall, they, they kind of knew it was coming. I mean, we weren't the first show to postpone, uh, and afterwards we were not the last. Um, they were all pretty responsive and excited to come to the next show. Um, so we quickly scattered some things around and made sure we got the next show booked up with the guys that, that were missing out on the opportunity this time around. So overall, the talent, they're fully knowledgeable of what's been going on so it wasn't a huge shock to them and the sponsors have been great too i mean they've realized you know what's going on we don't want to put them at risk either right you know somebody gets sick at one of our shows you know and you know happens to be the only thing they can think about is they came to one of our shows and got sick or something they try suing everybody right so we still have to protect our sponsors and ourselves right so we want to make sure that they were good everybody we've reached out to has been spectacular uh you know, Nobody's canceled a sponsorship. Nobody's done anything. We're all in a holding pattern at this point, uh, which has been great. The outpouring of uh, 
on our social media from our sponsors have been great too. Like they've been fully supportive and they appreciate what's going on. And we've, uh, you know, let them in on some things that we're going to do in the next little while to make a bigger splash once we are back up and running. So, you know, they're excited to be part of it. You know, uh, one of the things with our sponsorships we've been very happy with is it's a partnership and we try to keep everybody on board with that, right? So it's a, you know, they're in from the beginning and they're excited, which is great. All right. So um, talked about the, uh, you know, the sponsors as well as uh, the talent themselves. What about the fans and social media? How has that been? Um, <laughs> any negative backlash at all or were the fans pretty, uh, you know, pretty supportive and, and uh, understanding as well? Doug? I mean, we have well, we have the best fans around. Yeah. We haven't had any negative comments about anything. Everybody fully understands what's going on. I mean, it's you can't turn on the news, you can't turn, go on Facebook or anything without hearing about it. So right. everybody everybody knows what's going on. So we also offered everybody in exchange for tickets for our June show, um, or if they wanted to, they could exchange a ticket for our May show in Wingham because the communities are so close. I mean, it's separated by 20 minutes, really. Uh, we do have people coming from you know the Wingham area to the listable show, so maybe it makes more sense for them to come to our Wingham show in May. So that's, uh, you know, we've given them the option. Uh, nobody has reached out to say they want their money back or anything like that, which we're fully, uh, fully prepared to do if that happened to be the case. But... Um, you know, nobody's been on board. Part of it too is they realize what's going on, right? I mean, they know, they look around and they, you know, there's nothing nothing going on the streets. There's nothing in, the, in these little towns, right? So they just realize that, hey, once we're up and running, we're looking for a night out. All right. So I, I got to ask personally, uh, decision to keep the May 23rd Wingham date. Um, with this whole COVID-19 thing taking place, how do you know, like, what did you guys decide on as a safety net as far as uh, keeping that date, keeping that show? I think it's more just we're hoping that by then everything starts to get back to more normal. Um, I personally would, wouldn't want to cancel that one so far in advance um, and just like just go with the June one because that just seems way too long without wrestling. Um, but, I mean, we you have to watch it every day and just see how things go and middle of April, early May, we'll make that decision. Hopefully we won't have to, but you never know. Yep. All right, and with regards to the uh, the second show uh, with the new date, uh, how do you guys choose June 27th as the, the next date? And are we gonna see any card changes at all or is it uh, pretty much as is? Well, we uh, once we figured that the date may be in jeopardy for March 28th, uh, we reached out to our venue because um, we, we figured we could move most of most of the guys that were booked on the show for March were booked in May. So we were able to perhaps move those matches, you know, a lot of the matches to the May show um, from March. Uh, but we need another show to follow up from that. So uh, we reached out and uh, our favorite date was the one that she had available. And that was uh, June 27th. So that's where that's where we picked. So. We didn't want to get too late into the uh, summer either. We have a couple of other dates that we have planned for later in this in the uh, summer months. So we want to make sure we can still adequately space them out uh, to be able to uh, not just tell stories, but uh, to also be able to do what we do as in mobilize tickets and that sort of thing, sponsors and that sort of thing in local markets. Right? So I know how it's been in London, Ontario here. Um, how's the list of world community holding up and uh, how's your toilet paper situation up there? I've got, I've got none. I'm going to go to Doug's house later to do <laughs> what I have to do. Um, the lights are off and the locks have been changed. Yeah. So my key won't work anymore. Um, <laughs> it was, I was actually over in Listowel today and uh, it, it has an eerie feeling just with very little cars, even at Tim Hortons. Like when Tim Hortons shuts down, you know, this world's going in chaos. Um, but other than that, it's been fairly business as usual in Listowel. I mean, there's not a lot of places that are shut down, um, but there's also not a lot of people out and about. Right. And uh, I work in the grocery uh, business here in Wingham, and uh, I can assure you that our uh, bathroom toilet tissue paper situation has been monitored closely. Uh, we are uh, we're a pretty big grocery store in our small town, uh, but we've been beaten up pretty good with uh, lots of holes on the shelves products coming in it's just people the business has been unbelievable lately right, right. so 
and normally we find in decent weather that you know people get out of town and go to the bigger cities like Liverpool and Kitchener and London for shopping, but they realize that they can't get anything in there either. So they're trying to stay local and shop as local as they possibly can. So, but uh, we're seeing lots of holes in the grocery shelves, that's for sure. So outside of uh, Midwestern wrestling, what are you guys' personal thoughts on the whole pandemic? Uh, it seems like every single day we're waking up to either a conference by Trudeau or a conference by um, uh, Doug Ford. I mean, what are your personal thoughts on just the whole pandemic taking place? You be the good guy, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, the political statement is, you know, uh, you know, it, it's become, you know, it started out and we were kind of sitting back and saying, you know, is it really that big? Is, you know what I mean? But obviously when you see things changing hour by hour, things have obviously gotten spiraling crazily out of control. Uh, you know, hopefully they get a cap on things shortly. Hopefully this self-isolation and self-distancing and all this sort of thing helps. I mean, not everybody's doing it and that's unfortunate, you know, because maybe that does put a cap on things, but uh, you know, ideally, you know, we just want to get back to doing what we want to do and what we'd love to do. And that's put on wrestling shows in our community. But, you know, we certainly are not going to put anybody's health at risk by running a show, you know, even an empty arena show or anything like that. Like it just doesn't make any sense for us. Then, so. All right. So with the lack of work here in Ontario right now, um, what do you guys think is the best way to be able to support the uh, talent or even Midwestern wrestling as far as um, like merch or anything like that goes? I mean, are you guys set up for that, like pro wrestling tees or anything like that? Like, can people still buy merch from you guys just to show support? Well, we're going to very shortly, we're going to start uh, putting some of the talent stuff up on our Facebook page so people could um, interact that way if they wanted to get something before the next show. Um, our merch, um, I've think Doug would be in agreement. We'll, we'll, we're going to put some up on our on our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that in case anybody wants to get some. Um, we have some pretty cool looking t-shirts and hoodies and stuff coming out soon. So, I mean, hopefully before the show, we have to stock back up and get some more. Yeah, for us, you know, I mean, we're not affected as negatively as some of the talent, obviously, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, some of these guys have lost lots of bookings and, you know, some of these guys don't do this full time. They, you know, work in their stock and shelves at grocery stores or doing whatever. Um, so we'd really want to give those guys a platform because they've been good to us and we want to in turn be good to them and help them out. They were very understanding about us postponing our show, obviously. Uh, but, you know, if we can help them by giving them a, a platform to sell stuff, that'd be great. I mean, we're just still in our infancy. We don't have, you know, thousands of followers or anything like that yet. We're working our way up that line, but we're not there yet. It was great. I saw that Sean wanted to help promote that on his platforms. That's fantastic. You know, even other uh, other wrestling promotions out there, what they're doing, we're trying to help out where we can. You know, we're commenting on their stuff. And, you know, some guys have got some great ideas. You know, the promoters themselves are, need to work together a little bit, right? I mean, we're all in the same boat. You know, we're trying to run shows and, you know, we're not here to, you know, take over and whatever. I mean, we want to work with guys that we want to work with and want to work with us. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's all we want to do. All right. So we'll show, uh, switch topics to what else is taking place. WrestleMania 36 still a go, uh, pre-recorded possibly. You guys going to be watching? I'm I'm going to be watching. I honestly don't think it's going to happen at all. I think it'll be pre-recorded, but it won't be WrestleMania. I think, from what I've read, not that the internet's 100% legit, um, I think they only move the venue to the PC just to appease their insurance companies so that they didn't lose a pile of money. I think they cannot do WrestleMania with nobody there. Like, you, you just can't. You, you can't have the pops. You can't have the big, the big payoffs without those, without those fans in the audience. I think they're going to move it to June at Madison Square Gardens, like everybody's been, everybody's been saying. But I'll be watching either way. At WrestleMania for me, if if it's recorded and leaks are there, I mean. We, I think we as fans kind of have a good idea on where the matches are going to end up. I mean, we know who's going to, we kind of have a feeling on where they're building the stories to and where they're going to go to. But, you know, some of the matches, I mean, the crowd reaction is what makes it. I mean, could you imagine now trying to do Hogan Rock from 18? 
I mean, what would it have been? It would have been Rocky and a landslide, right? I mean, you know, we were all there. We know, right, what that was like. That changed that match, right? The crowd changed that match and changed history, right? So I, I can't imagine watching it. I also can't. That match on mute is nothing without the sound. Absolutely. Right? You guys were there. So you remember walking down towards the dome and like people chanting Hogan. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now. Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. Like literally we were down drinking beers down the road at a bar. I mean, in the bar chanting Hogan. And this is like eight hours, six hours before WrestleMania, before we were allowed in, right? Like the place was a gong show. And I just can't see the vibe without people being there, right? Well, just, yeah. just look at AEW. They debut Matt Hardy. How flat did that feel? Like, he's doing his delete thing, and nobody's <laughs> saying anything. Like, it, it just, it's just, it's a horrible time to be a, a wrestling fan because you have to watch empty arena matches that just don't give you, don't give you what you really need. Yeah, you mentioned that, and the same thing goes for um, uh, uh, Brody Lee. I almost said Luke Harper, sorry. Uh, and the same thing, they had booked him in Rochester, New York, you know, I mean, his hometown to the whole Exalted One thing. And, you know, it was still a cool moment, but the fact is, yeah, it's like you take those two moments from AEW and then all of a sudden you add in the mix of the WrestleMania in an empty arena. It's it, I, I didn't even think about that, but that Madison Square Garden date, I think, is going to be huge. I think we could possibly see WrestleMania take place then. Um, last two questions for you from me. Uh, thoughts on the shows beginning to take place in Japan again? Do you guys think it's too soon? I I do for sure, but I mean, it's just listen. They obviously they've consulted their uh, attorneys, their physicians, their you know whoever's there, and they decide it's not a you know. So I mean, who am I sitting here in Midwestern Ontario to talk about what they should be doing? Should be doing? I mean, you know, I just. Like most people hope nobody gets sick and nobody gets, you know, hurt physically, uh, you know, on a bigger scheme and then somebody gets sued or whatever. Like it could be the end of a couple of companies. Right. So just my thoughts. I, I just hope they, they did their due diligence beforehand because one one little thing with a small promotion could end that promotion. Yeah, yeah, totally. Even if it is New Japan and how big they are, they're not immune. Like even WD an AEW or not, and they're taking a risk. It's paying off at the moment, but it's with talent and not fans. Yeah, when you have the biggest company in the world putting on TV with zero people in the audience, you know they're taking a good look at things. All right, and final question from me for the night. Um, Important question as well. Would fans of Midwestern wrestling had seen a proper barricade set up if the March 28th show had taken place as planned? <laughs> a proper barricade? <laughs> let, let me see. We maybe need some clarification on proper barricade. Proper measurements? <laughs> yeah. Proper oh, measurements? Yeah. yeah. I, hey, the way they were set up was the way they were designed to be set up. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. It was snug. It was comfortable. It was it was uh, exotically tight. It was messed right up. <laughs> yeah. 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 For the record, there, guys, I've been flipped off once off camera, once on camera. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we've uh, just to let you know when uh, we do run our next show in uh, in Listowel, uh, there'll be a new entrance way for you to consider. So we've got some new math skills going on for our barricade system. So don't you worry oh. about that. Is this real math or is it standard math? math. <laughs> it's not Claire's math. Rain man over, Rain man over there. He's, he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And everything's okay. going to be okay for Wingham. Uh, well, Wingham yeah. Wingham's a different beast. Wingham's yeah. here. Wingham's going to be. You know, we're going to go from hopefully go from like three hundred fans. Um, hopefully, push about five hundred. Um, we want Wingham. Yeah, Wingham. We want to do the coming out. Like, let's everybody come out, have a good time, see some great wrestling, and just forget about everything that's been going on. Yeah, if uh, everything falls into place like it should, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, people wanting to get out and support whatever is uh, coming their way. Because even if it's been three weeks without something. Three weeks is a long time, so. 
I can assure you tonight that uh, there's been no traffic on the main drag in Wingham, which isn't usually uh, that the case. But even lately, it's been nothing. Tumbleweeds rolling down the main street. But tonight, there's a lot more people out ordering pizza, like getting takeout from our local restaurants, right? So, I mean, it's been four or five days for most people quarantined or, you know, under uh, lock and key. And now I think people are starting to get antsy, right? They want to get out. They want to, you know, do some things. So, when we launch our show in May, and if we're able to run it, we're really hopeful of that people are going to see a great show. We, we already had a lot of the talent booked for that show. Actually, our show was booked. Uh, and then we've now we're looking at adding some talent from the last show that we weren't able to run to make things even bigger and badder. So it's going to be great. Definitely yeah. looking forward to uh, being there, keeping uh, our thoughts yeah. for what we were going to do on the 28th, just moving over to May. And uh, yeah, it's going to be an awesome weekend. I think and we've had to. Uh, we reached out to to our good friend Nug over in uh, at Sportsnet, um, and he is he's still coming. So May twenty third, he's he's still going to be there. Very cool. Yeah, That's good cool. to hear. I, I just watched him on after uh, aftermath early this morning. So yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, Sean, any more questions for them? No, I think we're good. Like we got a lot of uh, information out and. We're just uh, making sure everybody's uh, safe, and MWW's doing a perfect job with that, too. Yes. Thanks again, guys, for what you guys are doing for uh, promoters out there. I mean, you know, it just bringing not just, you know, what you do every week, but especially right now, right? We're really highlighting the people that are hurting out there a little bit, bringing uh, some light, you know, and, you know, we're, this is our first time kicking the can of doing this, right? So, uh, you know, there are other promotions out there. Hopefully we can, you know, be in dialogue with those guys, find out what they're doing, you know, and hopefully other guys come on board and talk about uh, what they're doing. So it's good to see. Thanks. Yeah. It, I mean, if, if it's the one thing about Ontario independent wrestling, we are tight knit community. I mean, we are there to support each other, help each other out. Uh, Midwestern wrestling, MWW better known as Facebook, Midwestern wrestling. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter at wrestling mid and Instagram at Midwestern wrestling, 2019 guys. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, sorry about the day delay. Uh, again, I was uh, under the weather yesterday, but uh, you guys are welcome anytime and uh, can't wait to see you guys in May. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, good so those were the guys at Midwestern Wrestling. Um, again, it's one of those promotions that, you know, is uh, uh, been hit here in Ontario. Uh, many promotions hit in Ontario, many promotions hit all over the world. Uh, the one thing I did want to uh, touch base on was, um, you know, I wasn't sure how much time we had, but uh, we're, we're doing good for time right now. So uh, free wrestling content that's online right now. Club WWN has a free month available. Impact Plus has a free month available. WWE Network has free month available, obviously. Fight.tv offering discounts on past events, free AEW Plus trial. Uh, all episodes of season one of Dark Side of the, of the Ring streaming for free on ViceTV.com. Uh, uh, Ethan Page does live chats seemingly weekly right now. Superkicked uh, Pro Wrestling has released their full library on YouTube, uh, 2016 to 2020. They're also doing live weekly segments. Uh, regular weekly content from uh, Border Town Pro Wrestling, uh, Crossbody Pro Wrestling Academy, Smash Wrestling, as well as Canada's own Chris Van Vliet. You can check out independentwrestling.tv. Um, another place, but if you're looking for wrestling that isn't live or you know isn't empty arenas, uh, you can definitely check everything out there. Sean, I'm going to play something for you here. I'm just wondering if you've heard this yet. Uh, something else that uh, fans can uh, can obviously uh, support. Any idea what you're listening to? Uh, this Sasha Banks. Yeah, I don't want to get kicked off another YouTube thing, so I'm going to end that quickly. Um, anyways, yeah, that is uh, Kevin Bennett um, of Smash Wrestling, uh, as well as a lot of other promotions. Um, he notes on Twitter on March the 6th, and you can find him at the Kevin Bennett. Uh, finally, my album Entrance is officially dropped on Spotify and Apple Music. All original project from the beats to the bars to the mixing and the mastering to produced by my little brother. Uh, so you can support Kevin Bennett online as well. Uh, one of my uh, uh, one of my favorites here in uh, Ontario. But um, 
Speaking of Ontario, we're going to go into the latest updates in the only March Madness tournament that's taken place. Sean, what's going on in the Ontario Indy March Madness tournament? Oh, well, I'm going to have to pull that up for a moment. Uh, I know today uh, we're working on uh, Tyson Dukes and Daniel Garcia, uh, and that's the uh, one half of the uh, brackets uh, being completed in round two. I've almost got it up. Uh, Tarek had advanced in the triple threat match with uh, Alexia Nicole and uh, Josh Alexander. Oh, there's the brackets. Sorry, bring up the brackets. Uh, so moving on from uh, round one, uh, next week's uh, voting, including tomorrow, is Mike Rollins against Sebastian Suave. Casey Spinelli. Casey Spinelli against Carter Mason, the King of the North. Just call Cody. it two scoops. Well, you, got, you got Spinelli taking on uh, Carter Mason? That's how the voting went in Dude, round one. That's a tough one right there. That's the round two. There, nobody said this is going to be easy. It's thirty top so, uh, people in Ontario. How the hell did Sebastian Swab make it as far as he did? Because he went against Nova. No comment. Cody <laughs> Diener against... Um, Mark Wheeler and Jim Strider in a triple threat is coming up uh, this week because uh, surprisingly enough, one of the uh, factory guys got to get into the second round, which is great. I was hoping uh, we'd see maybe a little upsets in there, but he and uh, Wheeler tied, so they're going against Diener. And then uh, rounding out round two is Channing Decker against Brent Banks. Huh. So, that's what to look forward to for uh, the rest of round two. It's, it's funny that we're talking about Tyson and, and what he took part in. Um, Decker was part of one of the original Vice series. Uh, I can't uh, – I'm trying to think what the hell it was, though. Well, he was part of uh, Gut Check just – oh, no, no. That, that's no, no. Terrible. You're thinking Tyler Turva. Yeah. But Decker was part of one of those in the original uh, season of um, The Dark Side of the Ring. I, did, I read that yesterday. I just forget which one it was. But um, regardless of the fact, how do people find that uh, that tournament that's taking place? Uh, they can come on the uh, Facebook page every morning around 7 a.m. Uh, and uh, do their voting. And I post who uh, won the previous vote. And it just says it's going to keep on going until March 31st. So get in, vote, and uh, be a part of it. And... Uh, Last year was Tyson Dukes. He's looking like he's moving on to round three unless voting changes uh, between now and uh, 7 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, in round three. All right. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, you see the uh, the link there scrolling across the screen right now, facebook.com slash groups uh, slash scumbags of wrestling. Throat is finally starting to get sore, but uh, I can't believe I've lasted as long as I did. Um, what else is going on in your world? Because I know we're talking about all the hiatuses and postponements and cancellations taking place. Um, two of yours are, are kind of on the, the fence right now, kind of uh, put to sleep um, thanks to the coronavirus. Uh, that yeah. being the Ontario Independent Roadshow, as well as the uh, production line. Uh, I mean, obvious reasons behind it, but... Um, uh, now you had uh, you had said I think off the air you'd uh, been in touch with Tyson and uh, nothing going on at the school until further notice. Eh? Yeah, he uh, posted. Uh, I believe that Wednesday was their last uh, day uh, at the factory, and um, so even the students are off until further notice. So that definitely does put a uh, damper on the production line for a bit. Um, though he has been working on fundamentals, which is definitely needed for these students to advance into uh, greater things like smash wrestling, border town, Midwestern, wherever they want to end up applying the craft, they got to get the basics down first before they're just trying to do spots in front of people. So fundamentals are coming first before uh, matches. Um, as far as the Ontario Indie road trip goes, I had reached out to a bunch of the talent, uh, all the ones that I have, uh, on my Facebook page, uh, which is a large amount. Um, and I'm offering them a spot on uh, that show uh, if they want to uh, have fans reach out to them to uh, buy merchandise and help support them, especially with losing bookings. The upside, I must say, 
is that a lot of the talent that did get back to me thanked me for the offer, thought it was an awesome uh, opportunity and uh, being able to reach out. But they also said, thankfully, their shoot uh, jobs are able to continue, so they're not as struggling as you would imagine. I'm almost sensing it's more of a U.S.-based uh, uh, thing with the indie wrestlers losing out on their uh, WrestleMania weekend uh, sort of bookings, more so than it's hurting uh, here in Ontario. It uh, is taking a sting out of people, naturally, but uh, a lot of them are at the point where they're like, thank you, but we're good at the moment, which is an awesome uh, thing for them. Um, the final thing for Scumbags Wrestling is that episode 97 is uh, going to be recorded this weekend as well. And uh, yeah, getting closer to 100, I'm thinking we're going to do maybe a opportunity for people to uh, do a Q&A, uh, send in questions, and I'll uh, try answering them. Uh, the best I can, or at least provide my opinion. Um, there's also another thing, finally, on the uh, horizon. Um, inspired by Gordon Everett, uh, almost a year ago, unfortunately, it's taken this long, he asked about getting a shirt design uh, for Scumbags that was uh, based on video games. Well, I'm going a different route, sort of, with a comic book, since we're uh, friends with Jake and Comic-Con, and very shortly, there's going to be a very Ontario independent wrestling heavy uh, focused new Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt in a comic sort of form. Um, that's the only thing I'm going to give away at the moment. It's still in the process, but it'll soon be up and we'll start selling this really awesome shirt that you're going to want to be a part of. And maybe I can uh, find a way of some of the profits going uh, somewhere as well. So that's in the works. Hopefully by uh, episode 100, that'll be up. And definitely by the time we get to uh, Midwestern on uh, May 23rd. So how are people going to be able to get a hold of this shirt? Well, they'll uh, it'll be obviously on our uh, Facebook page for sure, Twitter, Instagram, a voice to contact. And if I'm uh, still going to be with uh, the guy uh, that was printing for us before, the information will be also provided and they can get it through them. All so right. So make sure my uh, printing company is still going to be on board with us. So looking forward to that. Cause we're talking what, uh, what's today. Today's the 20th. So we're talking uh, two months uh, before that Midwestern show. So I it's mean, definitely uh, going to be ready for them, but I'm being told uh, the design itself could be uh, ready by WrestleMania. Sean's going professional with this one from the sounds of it. So I have to be uh, curious. Very to Yeah, we'll have to. Like, I'm curious to see what's going to look like. Um, talk off air. Yeah, uh, I've got a, I've got a, jeez, uh, um, idea for episode 100. We could take this platform that we do here and for one night change this all over to the scumbags or wrestling. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I mean, we can have up to we have up to six people. I know, and we'll talk. And we could do the chat thing and the comments thing, and we could have live questions coming in, not just, you know, we, I mean, we could do pre questions too. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, um, I, I know it's, I'm like, like a proud dad, I guess, in the fact that you've gone to Scumbags of Wrestling 100 because in the beginning, there was this thing called the Sharpshooter Podcast. And I think we may have gotten 10 episodes out of it. Yep, and it was hit and miss and a lot of stuff through Skype and, and bad quality sometimes and this and that. But the fact is, I went on hiatus. And because I went on hiatus, uh, Sean still wanted to continue. And hence the fact that Scumbags of Wrestling podcast exists. Isn't that right? Exactly. Well, we had been talking about splitting anyways because I wanted to definitely cover the Ontario scene and then everybody else. And you were definitely interested in the Ontario scene in J New Japan. And then everything else. Yeah, there's there a lot of stuff happened. I think all at once, but yeah, the, yeah. we we had talked about Sean doing uh, his own Scumbags podcast, and then uh, you know as soon as I went on hiatus with my own, it's uh, gave Sean the ability to uh, to do what he did, and then I think he's gotten a lot better at it. Um, yeah. and, and, and next thing you know, he's he's multiplying as far as all these shows go. So yeah, it is kind of cool. But again, guys, uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Scumbags of Wrestling. Uh, check them out over there as far as the Ontario Independent Wrestling 
um march madness uh thing goes uh, is, yeah i'm stumbling my words <laughs> maloney is getting tired but um best way to get in touch with us as far as our website goes tmthrowdown.ca uh you can find past episodes there um we will be doing exclusive content in the near future as well especially leading up to uh independent shows when they start taking place again i've got some ideas kicking around so but that is the best way to get in touch with us there uh any ideas for the show or anybody you want to see as a guest on the show especially now because not a lot of people doing stuff other than watching uh, old school wrestling and empty arena matches. So uh, there's an throw to outlook.com. And then, of course, um, I guess that would be it. <coughs> and there's my first cough on there. But, uh, guys, uh, I, I want to say this as well. So uh, I've taken a step back from doing the Ontario Independent Wrestling Podcast Network myself. Still part of it, of course, with uh, Thursday Night Throwdown. Um, Justin is, uh, head up for that. Uh, so definitely check them out online, uh, you know, social media, uh, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or any place else that they're, they're part of, but, uh, Ontario independent wrestling podcast network still exists. I am just no longer, uh, uh, doing the, um, uh, being part of it, uh, you know, professionally, I guess. So, uh, but definitely check them out as well. Uh, that is it for episode 12. Um, it's been different because of the fact that it is Friday as I'm watching John Cena take on Bray Wyatt right now from the past WrestleMania. Uh, but we got a lot of hits. Uh, thank you very every much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody who's listening. Uh, check us out on iHeartRadio coming soon. And uh, again, to everybody out there in Facebook, YouTube land, thank you very much for watching us live. And to anybody listening to us uh, uh, post-show, thank you very much. And uh, like I said, if you have any ideas for us, Thursday, throw it out at Outlook.com. Sean, it's been great. Uh, first show on the Friday. We'll be back next week uh, either previewing WrestleMania or telling you why WrestleMania isn't happening. I do like their, their talk as far as uh, Clarence and Doug went about maybe the MSG show. I think that would be a cool concept. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, speculation that it would be moved. But um, even listening to Eric Bischoff and uh, Conrad Thompson, it is a lot about uh, the insurance. And that's why WD held off until the last possible minute because there's a lot of things to uh, consider. Even the uh, go uh, politicians in Tampa didn't really want to do pulling the plug because it would make them look bad for taking away something from uh, the economy. So everybody's been trying to do the politically thing, uh, correct thing, and also what's best for business. That's cliche. But when you have stockholders to answer to and insurance and everything else that's involved, you know, yes, part of it is for the love of uh, the business, but there is also the business side of things. Yeah, for sure. So we either be uh, here next week with the WrestleMania preview or WrestleMania memories and, uh, you know, giving you the news. But uh, anyway, Jonesy, uh, your uh, invite still stands. So hopefully we'll see you next week on the show. Uh, thanks to Doug and Clarence once again for Midwestern Wrestling. And we will see everybody next week. Have a good one.